everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium on Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. Can you believe that, folks? We're two months out from the end of the year. Today I have something interesting I want to read to you. Um, just don't forget, tomorrow there is no vid chat. That will be a week from Friday, weather permitting. We're in that time of year. So please remember, um, there is no vid chat tomorrow. That'll be a week from Friday. Now, I want to get straight to it. Because now there is talk out there about a COVID amnesty. And if you have been following the American talk radio scene, if you're overseas, I don't know if this is happening in your country or not, but here it's very interesting to watch the major media outlets. I'm thinking in particular of one well-known American radio talk show host who's also on TV that was a big backer of the injections, although to his credit, he was one of the few who eventually allowed on his show doctors who were talking about the problems of the COVID injections and who were treating their patients with other means. But nonetheless, he was a big backer of the COVID injections, and now, most recently, he has repudiated his whole backing of, of the injections in words that can only be qualified as a complete rejection of the government health complex, the CDC, the NIH, Dr. Fauci, the whole ball of wax. Now, what I suspect is going on with all of this, with this backtracking, and especially now with the talk about a COVID amnesty, is they are covering their you-know-whats, particularly the big media, because they are liable and complicit, in my opinion, for any class action lawsuits that may be brought against them for pushing these injections. I'm not going to call them vaccines, folks, because in all honesty, I don't think they meet the criteria. Now, in this country, we had a case of a an elderly lady who took the injections and then almost within a week was dead of having contracted Creutzfeldt-Jakob's disease, in other words, mad cow. And she, before her death, quite clearly indicated that she had taken the injections because of the media itself pressuring, pressuring her to do so. So there's your liability, folks. It doesn't take long to establish it. And once that liability is established then the big pharma country companies are conceivably in a position where they might lose their immunity due to the fraudulent nature of how they pushed these injections, uh, which we still don't know some of the ingredients to. So in other words, the whole operation has been one gigantic, as far as I'm concerned, swindle. Now, there's an article, an op-ed piece over at the Burning Platform, and I'm going to read the whole thing to you. This article is by Ray Jason, 
And it's about this subject of amnesty. I know personally friends of mine who have been injured by the injections. I suspect that I may have been injured as well due to the injection shedding phenomenon that some sites have reported on. I am not blaming those of my friends who received these injections in good faith, nor am I blaming anybody who took them in good faith. But I do think there is a problem that needs to be addressed. It's our whole attitude towards technocracy, towards science, towards authority, and we cannot have this mistake repeat itself in the future. So here's the article, and listen carefully. It's called, We Don't Have Amnesia, So You Won't Have Your Amnesty. And it's by Ray Jason, and I'm reading the whole thing because I think it's this important. Quote, this is my response to the recent article in the Atlantic magazine entitled, Let's Declare a Pandemic Amnesty, unquote. I have a superior idea. Let's arrest try and prosecute those who committed crimes against decency, common sense, and humanity. This essay is written by Emily Oster, who most definitely was not an innocent bystander during the woo-flu paranoia op. In fact, she might easily qualify for the obnoxious Karen Hall of Fame. In her Twitter comments, she sounds like a kindergarten teacher scolding us for breaking our crayons. Here are some examples. Quote, I think governors should consider a short-term lockdown over Thanksgiving week, unquote, or, quote, if you're pregnant and unvaccinated, get vaccinated, unquote. And by the way, folks, these injections are causing a great deal of harm to pregnant women and their babies. Quote, Maybe vaccine requirements for things you want to do, domestic air, train travel, work, sports events. Yes, unquote. But she would prefer that these tweets disappear down the memory hole. That's because her motivation in writing this essay is not to make a heartfelt confession that could lead to social healing. Her actual desire is to cover her ass. And since the Atlantic magazine is mouthpiece for our ruling elites, who, per, who I prefer to call our malignant overlords, my guess is that Ms. Oster's article was also a trial balloon to see how easy it might be for them to escape the, laws of ju the jaws of justice. Their hope is that we, the regular folk, have somehow forgotten the evil lies and commandments that they rained down upon us for over two years. But we do not have amnesia, and there will be no amnesty. Because forgiveness without justice is appeasement. And that just leads to further crimes by the predatory class. We have not forgotten what you did to us because of a virus with about a 99% survival rate. We clearly remember the bogus PCR tests and the stupid masks that might stop an olive but would never stop a microscopic virus particle. We know that you violated hundreds of years of contagious disease protocols when you locked down the healthy 
instead of quarantining the sick. And when you would not allow us to go outdoors and receive the healing power of vitamin D in the sunlight. We recall vividly the crimes you committed against our children. How, we, how could we forget that you isolated them from their playmates and made them fear each other as a contagious disease carrier? We look at the clear decline in cognitive ability that they have suffered, and we know that you caused this. Nor have we forgotten how you treated our elderly, even as you maliciously called us the granny killers. Our images of them having to die alone and terrified because of a disease no worse than the flu have not been erased. Surely we will never forget the scorn you heaped upon us for questioning whether the disease was as virulent as you insisted. And we know, yes, we know, that there were thousands of courageous doctors and virologists and common-sense skeptics <coughs> <coughs> pardon me, that took to the internet watchtowers and tried to shout out warnings. But you slammed and shamed and silenced their messages. In many cases, you ruined their lives to make an example of them. And we will never forget how you tore apart our communities, how so many mom-and-pop stores were ordered closed and could never reopen. And this while the big box chain stores re reaped record profits because they were allowed to stay open. Plus, we recall what you did to the family unit. Suicide rates skyrocketed, as did domestic violence, alcoholism, drug abuse, and overdoses. You shredded the cornerstone of any society. It did not escape our realization that the areas that locked down their people the most also had the highest fatality rates. And we certainly noticed that even as you screamed that the hospitals were overflowing, the internet was overflowing with nurses dancing in TikTok videos. There were many of us who recognized early on that all the horrors of this, quote, pandemic, unquote, were not due to bad planning. They were due to precise planning. The entire emergency was a scam designed to steer us into a worldwide biomedical tyranny. Look at who the dominant players in the fraud were. At the top is the United Nations through the World Health Organization. Tedros, its leader, is noteworthy for at least two ironic reasons. He is not a doctor, and his home country of Ethiopia is hardly a gleaming, gleaming beacon of hygiene and health. Just below them is the World Economic Forum that envisions a future where you will, quote, own nothing and be happy, unquote. Their leader is Klaus Schwab, who could easily be cast as the megalomaniac villain in any B-movie. His true desire is to turn you into an android serf. Then there's the American medical bureaucracy, which includes the CDC, the NIH, and the FDA. Anthony Fauci is the high potentate of this octopus of ill health. As the mesmerizer-in-chief, this grand deceiver should fear the jaws of justice more than anyone. Surely, we cannot exclude Bill Gates and his foundation that spreads lies and disease to almost every continent. His, quote, philanthropy, unquote, is banned from several countries because of the grim results of his, quote, helpfulness, unquote. 
I have saved our memories of the COVID vaccines, again in quotations, for the end of this essay. That's because we won't just remember the clot shot, but will actually be suffering the consequences of it through either disease or death for many years. We will not forget your lies claiming that you, quote, could not get COVID, unquote, if you were vaccinated, and your false statements that you cannot, quote, transmit it, unquote, if vaxxed up, have not faded away as you wish they would. And don't expect us ever to forget how many people suffered under vaccine mandates. We could not travel. We could not go to restaurants or gyms. We lost our jobs and the means to support our families. Nor will we ever forget the side effects, the online videos of people's bodies shaking uncontrollably and constantly, the needle sights on the shoulder that became magnetized, the ugly facial distortions caused by Bell's palsy, and above all, we will not forget the death, the young athletes in peak health falling down dead, on playing fields, the many victims who died while still in the vaccine administration centers, the cancers tearing through the bodies faster than ever before, the huge rise in all-cause mortality. We will not forget what you did to us, and we will not forgive what you did to us. In conclusion, Emily, here's my suggestion to you. Stand in front of your college classes and sincerely apologize to them for the part you played in supporting this atrocity. Then do your best to see to it that the real masterminds of this evil have their day in court and after that their dose of justice. Unquote. And that's the end of the article, folks. And all I have to say is, yeah, you can count me in that camp. These people do need to be brought to justice, and that includes everyone and anyone all the way up to the White House itself that have been spouting on and on about these injections and ignoring, and I do mean ignoring, the harm that they've caused. And that includes the pharmaceutical companies and their executives and their boards of directors. Enough is enough. That's it for me. We'll see you on the flip side, everybody. Bye-bye, and God bless.